little screw. Their fancy cars are such a sight to see. Oh, they're all your rich friends who knew you in the city. And now they're finally brought, brought you home. When you left, you know you told me that someday you'd be returning. everybody and welcome once again to old time rock and roll i'm your host lee douglas and tonight our annual long black limousine special now what of course this is all about for those of you who are new to old time rock and roll is very simple we salute the greats of music that have passed away in the last year from, of course, January 1st, 2013 to December 31st, 
2013. And tonight, unfortunately, you know, usually I'm very upbeat, and I say, we have a great show for you. Well, we do, but I don't want to put it in that way, because a lot of great singers and songwriters that are very important to our genre of the 1950s and 60s passed away during this year. You know, the history of of our music started long before Elvis Presley. And in this case, it went back to the very, very early 50s when people began to blend music together. In this case, Clara Ann Fowler changed her name to Patty Page. Born November 8, 1927, was one of the best-known female artists in traditional popular music. She was the best-selling female artist of the 1950s, selling over 100 million records. She was often introduced as the sing and rage Miss Patty Page. When rock and roll music became popular during the second half of the 1950s, traditional pop music was becoming less and less popular. Patty Page was among a small number of traditional pop artists like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin that was able to sustain success, continuing to have major hits well into the mid-1960s. Here's Patty Page. I was dancing with my darling to the Tennessee walls when an old friend I happened to see. I introduced her to my loved one And while they were dancing My friend stole my sweetheart from me I remember the night and the Tennessee walls Now I know just how much I Lost. Yes, I lost my little darling The night they were playing The beautiful Tennessee Sweetheart from me I 
The interesting thing about most groups is that sometimes many of the members of the groups are not really well known. For example, the Dave Clark Five, well known in the 1960s. Dave Clark, of course, became, his face became very well known. But unless you were a true fan, and there were so many of them, you may not have known the rest of the band's names. So today we'll have to, unfortunately, give you one of those names. Born February 11th in 1940, Rick Huxley, the lead guitarist for the Dave Clark Five, died on February 11th of this year. The Dave Clark Five had 17 records in the top 40 on the U.S. charts between 1964 and 1967. Their song Over and Over went to number one in the United States in 1965. Here's Rick Huxley and the Dave Clark Five.
on February 16th of this year, Tony Sheridan passed away. Born Anthony Esmond Sheridan McGinty, Tony Sheridan was an English rock and roll singer and guitarist best known as part of the first incarnation of the Beatles. In 1961, Sheridan, George Harrison, Paul McCartney, and Pete Best recorded five songs for Polydor Records. These sessions produced Sheridan's My Bonnie and the Saints and the Beatles' Ain't She Sweet and Cry for a Shadow. can certainly hear the beginning of that famous backbeat that became the Beatles in the early 1965, 66, and 67. Tony Sheridan. Some, some performers are not as well known as even their songs, and we don't have a whole lot of information on a lot of them, like Jewel Aikens. Born September 12, 1933, he was always best known for his one-hit wonder, single the birds and the bees in 1965 jewel akins died march 1st 2013 let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above and a thing Tell you about the stars in the sky and a 
on March 3rd of this year, one of the members of one of the greatest rock and roll musical groups passed away, Bobby Rogers, part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Bobby was born February 19th, 1940, and as I said, died on March 3rd of this year. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. You know, sometimes when you have a somber occasion, like this entire show to me is, is considered a somber occasion, and I try to limit the amount of flippant and stupid comments that I make sometimes, and I really don't even like giving you, you know, my email address and the website and all that, because I really need to pay attention to the people that I'm referring to tonight whether it's a great singer or a musician or a songwriter these men are all and women 
are all so important to our industry. Kenneth Daniel Ball, as we know him as Kenny Ball, died on March 7th. He was born on May 22, 1930, and was an English jazz musician best known as bandleader and lead trumpet player for Kenny Ball and his jazzmen. In 1961, they had the top ten hit, Midnight in Moscow. Kenny Ball. One thing about popular music in the 1950s and 1960s is that they gleaned talent from all circles, from jazz, from rhythm and blues, from rockabilly, from the doo-wop, from vocal groups, and from country western music. Well, in 1962, one country western singer became well known for a hit called Wolverton Mountain. Claude King, 
born February 5th, 1923, died on March 7th this year. He was 43 years old at the time that this became a nationwide hit. Claude King, Wolverton Mountain. They say don't go on Wolverton Mountain If you're looking for a wife Cause Clifton Clowers has a pretty young daughter He's mighty handy with a gun and a knife her tender lips are sweeter than honey And Wolverton Mountain protects her there The bears and the birds tell Clifton flowers If a stranger should enter there All of my dreams are on Wolverton Mountain I want his daughter for my wife I'll take my chances and climb that mountain Though clipped on clouds, he might take my life Her tender lips are sweeter than honey And Wolverton Mountain protects her there the bears and the birds tell Clifton Clowers If a stranger should wander there well, I'm going up on Wolverton Mountain It's too lonesome down here below It's just not right to hide his daughter from the one who loves her so Her tender lips are sweeter than honey And Wolverton Mountain protects her there The bears and the birds tell Clifton flowers If a stranger should wander there but I don't care about Clifton Clowers I'm gonna climb up on his mountain I'm gonna take the girl I love I don't care about Clifton Clowers I'm gonna climb up on that mountain And I'll get the one I love I don't care about Clifton Clowers I'm gonna climb up on that If I said the name Buddy McCray to you, most of you would not even know the name. In fact, I myself didn't know the name. Yet, he became one of the most important people in the early 1950s. He and his group, the Chords, were the group that really started the doo-wop craze in the early 50s. Buddy McRae was part of the Chords. He was born in the Bronx, and died on March 19th of this year. Who will ever forget the Chords version of Shaboom? 
Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream If I could take you up in paradise up above If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream Sweetheart, hello, hello again Shaboom, and open with me again, boom Ding-dong-ding-dong-a-lang-a-lang-a-lang Oh, 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 oh Life could be a dream If only all my precious plans would come true If you would let me spend my whole life loving you Life would be a dream, sweetheart Every time I look at you Something is all right If you do what I want you to Maybe we'd be so fine Life would be a dream Shaboom, if I could take you up in paradise of above Shaboom, you know me, darling, I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream Sweetheart, hello, hello again Shaboom, and hope we meet again Boom, On March 17th of this year, another member of rock and roll royalty died. Although you probably never knew his name, he was in the back of some of the greatest and biggest hits of all time. His name was Gordon Stoker. He was one of the original members of Elvis's backup group, the Jordanaires. <laughs> Was the one who taught her to kiss the way that she kisses you now. And you know the way she touches your cheek. Well, I taught her how. I was the one who taught her to cry. Once you wonder as well The sight of the tears Rushing out of your mind I taught her so well And then one day I and my mother She lived, she loved 
think that anybody in the world ever forgets their first love. Now, maybe it was just your first crush and you really didn't have that first love. But for so many people growing up in the 1950s, especially, of course, only the boys, the first love they ever had was of a little 12-year-old girl on the Mickey Mouse Club. Her name was Annette. She was born on October 22nd, 1942, and she became America's sweetheart between 1955 and 1970. Annette Funicello began her professional career at the age of 12. She rose to prominence as the most popular of the Mouseketeers on the original Mickey Mouse Club. As a teenager, she transitioned into a successful singer, with pop singles like Odio Mio, Tall Paul, and Pineapple Princess. And also, even after that, she became so well-known as a teenager, and for all teenagers, throughout the Beach Party movies in the 1960s into the early 70s, ending, of course, with the infamous, although I think it's one of the greatest films <laughs> ever made, Back to the Beach with Frankie Avalon. In 1992, Annette announced that she had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And all those years of people saying Annette is drunk and she can't stand up on the set was all because of that. She bravely battled the disease for 21 years. Here's Annette.
to end that and in her honor right now I'm going to open a jar of Skippy and have myself a sandwich Richie Havens seemed to come out of nowhere he was born in Brooklyn and the eldest of nine children he was of American Indian Blackfoot descent on his father's side and British West Indian on his mother's side his father's father was a Blackfoot of the Montana, South Dakota tribe, and his grandfather actually joined Buffalo Bill's Wild West show in South Dakota. But he did get off in New York City and stayed on what, I gotta say this right, the Shinnecock Reservation on Long Island, 
I didn't even know there was one. I guess it's gone by now. Um, there, his, uh, his grandfather and father got married and they moved to Brooklyn. Now, Havens became a well-known performer because of his appearance at Woodstock. Now, nobody ever saw the entire performance he gave at Woodstock, even in the movie, because in 1969, well, Woodstock came out, I think it was three hours long as it was. The odd and very interesting thing was is that Richie Havens was on stage for three hours. Havens was told to continue playing because many of the artists scheduled to perform after him were delayed in reaching the festival location because all highways were at a virtual standstill. And he was called back for several encores. Having run out of tunes, he improvised a song based on the old spiritual motherless child. That song became Freedom and his biggest hit. Richie Havens died on April 22nd. Here's Richie Havens, live from Woodstock. Thank you. 
and I can call him up from my heart. I got a telephone in my bosom, and I can call him up from my heart. When I need my brother, brother, when I need my father, father, hey, mother, mother, hey, sister, yeah, when I need my brother. If you were really into rock and roll, then you probably, other than the fact that he was married to Tammy Wynette <laughs> and kept having battles with her on in the press, you probably didn't know very much about George Jones. George was a country superstar. He was really king of country music from 1960 all the way into the 2000s. But what you didn't know is there was a part of George Jones that was rock and roll. In fact, in the early 50s, he started off as a rock and roll and rockabilly artist called Thumper Jones. He became a superstar in country music in the 1960s. Born September 12, 1931, George Jones will live on in country music and rockabilly. He died on April 26th. Here's George and Thumper Jones.
to be one of my all-time favorite sad songs and if anything will break me up that one will as will as i said before um, ray charles version of lucky old son i can never get through listening to those songs without a tear in my eye 
George Jones. These next two are kind of interesting because it's unusual that two musicians, both named Marshall, both very important in rock and roll history, died on the same day. Marshall Lytell died on June 4th, was one of the original members and bass player of Bill Haley and the Saddlemen and early Bill Haley and the Comets. He played on the famous Rock the Joint and the Rockabilly version of Rocket 88. On the same day, Marshall Sewell died. He was born on August 29th, 1937, and was a member of the most famous doo-wop group, although they only had one hit, Nobody Will Ever Forget the Edsels, and Ramalama Ding Dong. We're gonna tear down the mailbox, rip up the floor, smash out the windows and knock down the door. We're gonna rock, rock this joint, we're gonna rock, rock this joint, we're gonna rock, rock this joint, we're gonna rock this joint tonight. Well, six times six is thirty-six. I ain't gonna hit for six more licks. We're gonna rock, rock this joint. We're gonna rock, rock this joint. We're gonna rock, rock this joint. We're gonna rock this joint tonight. Side by side, a flying low and a flying wide. We're gonna rock, rock this joint. We're gonna rock, rock this joint. We're gonna rock, rock this joint. We're gonna rock this joint tonight.
the murder with top and the gals don't mind. Sportin' with me, riding all around town for Play a horn, Rocky, play a horn. And yes, for those of you who want to know, that was indeed Bill Haley singing 
Rocket 88. Didn't really sound like him at that time, did it? Also on June the 4th, Jim Sundquist died. Jim was an original member of the guitar band known as the Fender Men. Here is their big hit, Mule Skinner Blues. Good morning, Captain. Well, good morning to you. You ain't need another Mule Skinner. Down on your new mud run. Roger Laverne passed away. He was a member of the British instrumental group, the Tornadoes, and from February 1962 to August 1963, he played that role as lead guitarist. The Tornadoes were backup band for the English rocker Billy Fury, as well as recording and performing as an act on their own, having one of the very few instrumental number one records with Telstar.
On June 23rd of this year, Bobby Blue Bland died. Born Robert Calvin Brooks on January 27th, 1930 in Rosemark, Tennessee. His father abandoned the family not long after Robert's birth, and Robert later acquired the name Bland from his stepfather, Leroy Bland. Bobby Bland never went to school and remained illiterate through his entire life. After moving to Memphis with his mother in 1947, Bland started singing with local gospel groups, including, uh, and amongst others, the Miniatures. Eager to expand his interest, he began frequenting the city's famous Beale Street, where he became associated with a group of aspiring musicians, which included B.B. King, Roscoe Gordon, Junior Parker, and a guy by the name of Johnny Ace. They collectively took the name the Beale Streeters. His first chart success came in 1957 with the R&B number one hit, Farther Up the Road. Bland's success came with a series of early 1960s releases, including Cry, 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 and I Pity the Fool, and his number one R&B chart hit in 1961, which also went up on the nationwide charts, Turn On Your Love Light. Bobby Bland is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Without a warning, you broke my heart. You took it, darling, and you tore it apart. You left me sitting in a dark crime. You said your love for me was dying. I'm begging you, baby, baby, please. I'm begging you, baby, baby, please. Turn on the light. Let it shine on me. Turn on your love light. Let it shine on me. Let it shine, shine, shine. Let it shine. Get a little lonely in the middle of the night. I need you, darling, to make things all right. Come on, baby. Come on, please. Come on, baby. Baby, please. Shut on the light. Let it shine on me. Shut on your love light. Let it shine on me. A little bit higher. A little bit higher. Shine on me. I feel all right. I feel all right. I feel all right. 
Definitely one of the greatest performers of old-time rock and roll history. Bobby Blue Bland. Here's another one of those guys that if you just mentioned his name, you would say, who? Unfortunately, that was so. Paul Giacchione died on June 27th. He was a member of the group, The Fireflies. Yeah. 
Unfortunately for this gentleman, he lived in the shadow of his long, long forgotten brother. Louis Lyman died this year on July 7th. He was the lead singer of the teen chords and, like his brother, was born in Harlem, New York. He was born on June 27, 1944. He will always be known as the younger brother of Frankie Lyman. He did have one big hit. We'll play that for you now. I'm so happy. Louis Lyman and the Teen Chords. Somehow, Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet always seemed like part of my family. I guess it was because I grew up with them. I used to watch The Tonight Show every night early on in the, in the early 50s, and Edie became a big star on her own and with her husband, Steve Lawrence. Edie Gourmet died August 10th of this year. Born in... Edith Gormanzano in the Bronx, New York, in 1928. She was the daughter of Sephardic Jewish immigrants. Her father was a tailor from Sicily, and her mother was from Turkey. Gourmet was a cousin of singer-songwriter Neil Sedaka. 
Gourmet and Lawrence were in, were married in Las Vegas on December 29th, 1957, and they became the couple of the entertainment industry. Well, you know what they have today, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> How would they have called it then? Like they have these uh, silly names that they make for some of these people. But Steve and Edie were always Steve and Edie. They became famous for their stage presence and banter, which usually involved some kind of sharp but affectionate barbs at each other and references to their married life, which remained a feature of their live act as long as they performed. They had two sons. In 1995, Steve and Edie were honored for their lifetime contribution to music by the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Following Edie's death, Steve Lawrence issued a statement in which he paid tribute to her. Edie has been my partner on stage and in my life for more than 55 years. I fell in love with her the moment I saw her, and even more the first time I heard her sing. While my personal loss is unimaginable, the world has lost one of the greatest pop vocalists of all time, Edie Gourmet. There's no controlling the unrolling of your fate, my friend. Who knows what's written in the magic book? But when your lover you discover as your beat, my friend, invite her in without a second look. You're up in an airplane, dining at Sardi's Girl, lying at the Malibu, alone in the sand. Say, 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 hear a bell and run away in this could be the start of something very big Why don't you take a chance Come and try romance with me And see This could be the start of something wonderful Why don't you play a part Please give your heart to me And see Swaying to it 
Now I'm glad to say I'm as bright to be And we're gonna raise A family And when our kids ask How it came about I'm gonna say To them without a doubt Blame it on the Bossa Nova This guy really wasn't well-known outside of country music circles, yet with his group, the Glazer Brothers, this song became, I guess, the theme song for male chauvinism across the country. Here's Tom Paul Glazer, who died August 13th. Put another log on the fire, babe. Put another log on the fire Cook me up some bacon and some beans And go out to the car and change the tire Wash my socks and sew my old blue jeans Come on baby, you can fill my pipe And then go fetch my slippers And boil me up another pot of tea Then put another log on the fire, babe And come and tell me why you're leaving me Now don't I let you wash the car on Sunday Don't I warn you when you're getting fat Ain't I gonna take you fishing with me someday Well a man can't love a woman more than that Ain't I always nice to your kid sister Don't I take her driving every night so sit here at my feet, cause I like you when you're sweet And you know it ain't feminine to fight So put another log on the fire Cook me up some bacon and some beans Go out to the car and lift it up and change the tire Wash my socks and sew my old blue jeans Come on, baby, you can fill my pipe And then go fetch my slippers And boil me up another pot of tea Then put another log on the fire, babe And come and tell me why you're leaving me To most casual rock and roll listeners, that is the one that are not deep into doo-wop and you know there are some people out there that know 
every label that every doo-wop artist was ever on. There are people out there like that. Those people know the name Bobby Mansfield. The rest of the world, even the group name, is not as well-known as it should be. One of the earliest doo-wop groups were the Wrens, and Bobby Mansfield was a member of that group. He died on September 15th. Bobby Mansfield and the Wrens. Curtis was one of the earliest of what we would call rockabilly artists. He had a very, very short career as a rock and roller and then went back basically to country and rockabilly. Matt Curtis died on September 16th of this year. His real name, Wesley Edwin Mac Curtis, was born in Fort Worth, Texas. Curtis began playing guitar at the age of 12, entering local talent competitions. He moved to Weatherford, Texas in 1954, and while there he formed a band with two classmates, Jim and Ken Galbraith. They played at school events, but during one of the events their show was shut down due to the sexually suggestive onstage movements that they did. Folks, you should see what goes on now. Instead, the group played locally, and in 1955, they were offered a deal with King Records, who released their debut single, If I Had Me a Woman. Soon after that, Alan Freed heard the group and invited them to play on his Christmas special in 1956. In 1956, he had his only hit record, You Ain't Treatin' Me Right, Babe. Curtis returned to Weatherford to finish high school in 1957, and in 1959, after a stint in the Army, 
became a disc jockey. He is a member of the Rockabilly Hall of Fame. Curtis died on September 16th of injuries following an auto accident. Here's Mac Curtis. You ain't treating me right, babe. You ain't treating me right. You ain't treating me right, baby. You ain't treating me right. That's why I'm leaving some rainy night. Well, it's not about all I can stand. I know you've been seeing another man. You ain't treating me right, baby. You ain't treating me right. You ain't treating me right, baby. You ain't treating me right. That's why I walk out on some moonlit night. Well, I got no use for the moon above with the snake behind in my garden of love. You ain't treating me right, baby. You ain't treating me right. Country and folk artist Marvin Rainwater died on September 17th of this year. He was an American country and rockabilly singer and songwriter who had several hits during the late 1950s, including this one, Gonna Find Me a Bluebird. Gonna find me a bluebird Let him sing me a song my heart's been broken much too long. Gonna chase me a rainbow through a heaven of blue. Cause I'm all through Then came the time My 
pleasure of corresponding with Billy Muir quite a few times during the last few years. Billy was one of the most amazing musicians I ever met. He was born in New York City in 1915, playing violin before making guitar his primary instrument. He played with bands while during the service in World War II and found work at radio station WNEW in New York, where he stayed until 1957. In addition to his solo recordings, he worked as a session musician, guitarist, composer, arranger for many, many years. He played the popular instrumental Toy Balloons in 1959. And after that, he released a single which became his biggest hit called A String of Trumpets. And for a guitarist, I never could figure that out. His song reached number 64 on the Billboard Top 100. Murray had been performing for the past seven years with his band at Squidlips in Sebastian, Florida. He was 98 years old. God bless him. October the 8th, Larry Verne died. Larry Verne was one of the last of the comic novelty song performers writing and singing the mega hit, Hey Mr. Custer. Here's Larry Verne. Oh, 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 oh,
Mr. Custer. Just before I was about to finish this show, my good friend Paul Evans shared this with me. On December 4th of this year, Paul's co-writer of the great rock and roll tune When, Jack Reardon, died in Jupiter, Florida. He was 80 years old. He co-wrote When with Paul and also wrote the mega hit by Tony Bennett, the good life. When, when you smile, when you smile at me, well, well I know our love will always be. When, when you kiss, when you kiss me right, I. I don't want to ever say goodnight I need you I want you near me 
you will I know all will be fine When will you be mine? Oh baby, I'm in you I want you near me I love you Yes I do and I hope you hear me That's what all of these people did this year. They kissed the good life goodbye. Well, it's been a long and enjoyable show. 
and when you think about the uh, sad circumstances. But it, it's just great to remember and keep in our memory these greats of rock and roll music. For everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, this is Lee Douglas. May you live as long as you want, and may you never want as long as you live. Happy New Year, everybody.